0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the 98 Podcast. I'm your host, Kieran, and this is another episode of our series called University, where we explore what it's like to go to college during a pandemic. I am today joined by Sonia and Angelica. They are making their final year into the University of San Francisco. Angelica is a hospitality major and Sonia is a design major. For more information about these ladies, follow them on our Instagram at 98.podcast welcome ladies
1: hi hey kieran thanks for having me
0: for sure so today's topic is going to be called senior struggles we're going to learn what it's like to go into your senior year with the covid 19 happening before we begin i just want to put out a disclaimer everything that we're sharing today is solely based off of our experiences we aren't career or educational counselors We're just here to give our honest response on what it's like to go to college during this time. Hopefully, we can help just one person learn from our mistakes and our advice. Again, we're just trying to share our honest opinion about things. We're not purposely trying to shade or discredit anyone. But that may end up happening because this is a series we call... Let's say this together now. (laughs) University! University. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's start. So... You guys are entering your final year. Um, how are you feeling about everything? Like, how does it feel going into your final year of your college experience? You want to start off, Angelica?
2: Sure. It feels, like, weird because I feel like for everyone, you know, you didn't – You, I was expecting the same old thing. You know, like, I know what to expect when going into a year because I've been doing it for the past three. Mm-hmm. But now – since everything's different i'm like okay is our thing's going to be easier i think it's going to be harder um what's going to be like right. the full expectation from teachers uh is it going to be like oh they know that we kind of have more time now so do they like expect more or are mm-hmm. they going to be like okay we get that it's difficult uh are they going to like go easy on us so it's like i mean it's kind of just like an uncertain feeling but i think since we had last semester online and, It may be a bit familiar and it may be a bit more organized, but Mm -hmm. as far as like what is expected, you don't really know.
1: Right. Makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Same. Just like Angelica. Like I actually felt really sad because this is our last year. um, And I thought it was going to be like the same. Mm -hmm. We come back to school, see everyone, but we won't be this year. And it feels weird because it feels mm-hmm. like a simulation. I don't know how you guys all feel, but I feel like this isn't real. But um mm-hmm. I don't know. We're just making the best mm-hmm. of it, especially since like a lot going on. Like, I don't know if we're actually going to go back then like the spring um, or if spring is going to be like the mm-hmm. same as fall. There's so much, so many things going on.
0: So has the university not made it clear yet if you are returning in the spring? Are they hoping for
1: it? No. Yeah, I think they're, Hopefully, I've heard that they might say it during, like, October or November. They might, like, mention if we're going to have, like, spring year or not, or spring semester. Uh But knowing, like, what they did now, (laughs) when it's, like, last minute. It might be last minute again. Mm -hmm.
0: So when did they tell you that this semester was going to be online? Because I remember them explaining how they were one of the only universities, I think, that were going to have in-person classes until recently, right?
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. They kind of just told us like a month ago, like okay, things are getting worse, so everything's going to be remote. Um, it was after I think uh, London, Bre- like the mayor, L- yeah, London Breed. I'm pretty sure um, <laughs> mm-hmm. she she said that they're like the lockdown was resuming, so everyone went back into quarantine mode, and so we got that news then, and so and it was. I know that everyone was prepared, like I know, I hear from like other sources that the, that Father Fitz just sent out that email without like share. No, like Cher and like other departments found out through Father Fitz's email. Like it wasn't like a disgusting. thing. It was just like, he kind of just sent out the email and then everyone had to quickly adjust
1: things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember this, this date, this date was two days after I booked my flight. I booked my flight July 13th, Oh my and then gosh. two days later, you send the email, and now I'm like, "Okay, what are we gonna do?" Oh my god, but oh no, right? You- um, it,
0: no, I was just gonna say, and just to explain to anyone listening, Father Fitz is the president of the University of San Francisco, so the main dude in charge of announcing these things, if I'm right, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I do understand the last minute telling and announcing things because I remember on my end when I was trying to graduate and we were trying to figure out if we were going to graduate they had announced that they were canceling or postponing graduation sort of in like the middle of May or beginning of April um no yeah beginning of April middle of April and so I also felt like it was kind of last minute but understandable um yeah. And then kind of going off of that, like, what were you looking forward to in your senior year? I feel like everyone comes in their freshman year and they're imagining what it's going to be like to graduate, you know, and then start adulting and everything. But what were you before the pandemic? Like, what were you hoping to do that you won't be able to now since COVID?
1: Sonia, you can go first. Oh, easy. I won't be able to go into an apartment style dorm for my first year because I just turned 21. And I won't have Angelica as my neighbor. We were gonna be neighbors and we were gonna do cooking. We were gonna share sugar, cups of sugar. Um, I was gonna knock on Angelica's door (laughs) and share a lot of other things. That's what I was looking for. Basically just looking forward to all the people, all the friends. Well, the good thing is like we're seniors. And so we got to, like, make friends our freshman, sophomore, junior year. But now it's like we can't end it with them.
2: I'd say that I was really looking forward to, like, Kind of having an easy year because I would be taking on like kind of less classes, um, or at least it'd be like kind of the easy level final classes. And then I was really looking for it like I wasn't gonna be in cab like the campus activities board for the listeners um, in my student organization. So and I was looking forward to like basically kind of taking it easy, being able to do more things freely that I wasn't able to do mm-hmm. my freshman to junior year just because I was always involved in something mm-hmm. exactly um, and. I I was also looking to, like, go to Donneroo because yes. all, which is our annual spring concert. I I'd always worked it. We had
1: always worked it. Like, I was looking forward to that. I was looking forward to Dawn's Night Out, too. <laughs> Finally being able to, like, enjoy it. I feel like
0: we've all worked it. Like, for me, I did it all four years, and I wanted to come back as an alumni and just, like, hang out. But I, I totally get why. It's not going to be in person, but the fact that it's canceled is mm-hmm. even worse to me. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Wait, but if yeah. it comes back next next year, uh, I'm down to go back as an alumni if you guys are down to. I'm going
0: back. Like, what are you talking about? I have to go and <laughs> bother Rich. Like, that's so much fun to do. I know. Anything else that you kind of are were looking forward to?
2: Um, I was looking to, like, finally having, like, a, I feel like, a proper spring break. Like me and my friend, we were like planning of doing like going to Vegas because it's we would both be 21 and we'd be able to like go Ooh. and enjoy it like real, like a real good Vegas trip. And that was going to be our senior year, even though my friend graduates in December, she would have like, mm-hmm. we still would have gone together and like being able to finally like enjoy it. Whereas like now, you know, you just kind of shoulder shrug like, well, I guess uh, figure it out another way. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. guys. Yeah. I mean, the good thing now is that we're all 21. (laughs) So that means we can go anytime. (laughs) Yeah. Once the pandemic stops, we'll definitely (laughs) try that.
0: Yes. But I I totally understand because I think I tried to do that too, where I tried to take all my hard classes beforehand, get all of my important things done before my senior year so I could enjoy it. And I'm lucky that I got one normal semester, but I just remember planning so many things with Sonia being like every weekend we're going to do this or this or this. And then like COVID happened Mm -hmm. and like, uh, just upsetting. But okay. So kind of going off of that, what has the university been telling you? Like what has USF been doing to make sure that this is going to be a successful, safe year for all the students that are coming back?
2: I don't know. (laughs) I don't think anything. I mean, (laughs) maybe it's in all those emails that they send out, but it kind of get mixed in between like people trying to still do like, uh, I guess, like host events of like doing like the, the virtual um, like silk series, which is like a speaker series, I think. Um, Like, and maybe like the school of management doing a zoom bunch of things. And like this, everyone's like, sending out their things Mm
0: -hmm. but
2: they haven't really clearly said like okay this is what we're doing other than saying that they are preparing the teachers better than like they did last semester because you know no one really knew yeah um but besides that like as Mm -hmm. far as like making sure we're successful like each student I don't know what they've done (sighs) I will say maybe nothing
1: Uh. (laughs) Ah. None of the above, basically. But yeah, the only thing I see for like successful, well, they they're handling it for like students that are going to campus. Like I know we'll talk about this more, like why we didn't go back living in the dorms. But the ones that are still living in the dorms, they're doing like a lot of like testings, like daily check-ins, um, and I feel like if it, I don't know, if it looks like it's like jail because they can't even get out. They're there for, like, the 14 quarantine, oh. and then, like, their food gets delivered to them. But that's, I don't know how, like, successful that would make you feel. Yeah. I feel like I'd be in jail. Oh,
0: no. I feel like I've heard something similar on the news with another campus that was open during the summer. But I don't remember where, but, like, mm-hmm. they were literally doing that, too, where they weren't allowed to leave. They had to stay on campus for the whole amount of time that the classes were going on. And people were complaining about it. So I know that people aren't, like, people are unhappy with that. But I guess if they had explained that before you accepted, I guess Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like, you signed up for it. But, damn, Mm -hmm. that's scary.
2: (laughs) What? Like, they're not allowed to leave at all?
1: Um, uh. Like, ever? No. don't know if they have to go to, like, the market? I'm pretty sure they could. But they need to, like, still first quarantine and then they could like leave with a mask uh, things like that oh, okay i
0: think yeah i just i just feel like the perks of going to school in san francisco is to be a part of the san francisco like community you know go out explore eat food all that stuff but because of the mm-hmm. pandemic since that's so limited and not available yeah unless it's like emergency housing that you need i wouldn't i, I don't see why you would want to go live there <laughs> if they're going to do yeah. that and like quarantine you and everything mm-hmm. okay So, what were some things that you guys had to decide on before the semester began? Because I know off, I was going to say off camera, but like I know before all of this, like we had a conversation and we like talked things through, but like just for anyone listening, like what did you have to decide on before starting this semester?
1: Oh, definitely the housing. Like I said earlier, me and Angelica were going to be neighbors, we were going to be living on campus. We had this whole plan of us like, just us to going out and going out to like food places or going out to see different parks and beaches. Um, But then there were so many restrictions and then they canceled the housing. So we didn't even know if we were going to be like neighbors at all. And then we had to apply again. Um, But there was like so much decisions going on, like how much do we have to pay? Mm -hmm. Like we'd still have to pay for flexi, even if you live in an apartment style uh, building. But... Stuff like flexi- we didn't want to eat the calf food, and I don't know. Like to me, I figured like I could save the money, go like the spring semester if it's open, and then use like the saved money to go down to San Diego or something and start our adult life, which I'm not ready for. <laughs> but yeah, Angelica, you can-, you can say whatever you wanted to say. I mean, oh my god, a hundred percent. Yeah,
2: but like we, you know, you because the original plan was. That they were, it was going to be open, but of course with like restrictions or like, you know, hybrid classes. Um, and, mm-hmm. but you know, I was so like, okay, mm-hmm. like that's fine. Let's do that. Um, you know, we get to be outside more, uh, go to just different things. But then, you know, they canceled housing or we, you know, everyone got the email and then, you know, things are canceled and then we would have, we had to apply again and it had to be essential. And then initially, I got denied, but I really wanted to still like live in SF. But then mm-hmm. Sonia got accepted. But then she also let me know about the it was like, so I guess for people who don't know USF, um, if you live on campus and like the lower level mm-hmm. housing, you have to have Flexi, which is like our student meal plan. Um, but then if you're 21 or over, you get to live in LV, which is apartment style, and you have your own kitchen and everything. So mm-hmm. you don't need the student like Flexi. But a part of living if you wanted to live on campus during the semester this year you had to also have flexi and the calf food is terrible so it's like why would i why would i give you and it was like two thousand dollars and it's like why would i give you two thousand dollars for terrible food when i could go and like save money like buying food from target and making in my apartment like why do i have to have that and i guess it's kind of like okay because some people would get put in like toller. And so they had to have on-campus mm-hmm. food, but I guess to make it equal, but then it, it kind of became like, okay, it's not really worth mm-hmm. it then. I'll just save the money. And I'm actually planning on buying a car mm-hmm. with the money that um, I'm saving. Um, once once I get that money, I'm going to conquer my fear of driving. Um, and so going to get a car. And then because of where I live, I'm two hours in between LA and San Diego. So like I kind of just get a car and then go wherever um, and then if, say, things are on campus next year, then i will be easy, kind of. Just put my stuff in my car, drive up. Mm-hmm. And then, but then I'll also be able to, like, drive around the city. Like, we can go to, like, places like Tahoe or other places within California. So, um, but I don't know if they'll have things on campus next semester. But who knows? Maybe they'll switch it up on us and be like, okay, come on back. And then, you know, everyone has to readjust their lives. Because mm-hmm. I think some people, like, that was one of the questions is when I got denied, like, do I want to move out of my parents' house and then start, basically start my adult life Um, and decided to wait. So I'm still gonna live with my parents this semester. But then it's like, you know, it's basically a a question of like, okay, when do I want to jump into adult life? But yeah, I feel bad for if things are on on campus next semester, but people who maybe already started like a life where they live now, kind of like, okay, we have, I have like a good job that I like, um, I already have an apartment and then it's like, okay, some classes are on, on, on campus and then people have to go back and I feel bad for people who have like, have had that struggle. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I agree with things you're like, you all had to decide on because it's like, you could kind of be creative with how and where you want to take your online classes from. So like, if you both did decide to move to like the LA area, which was your OG plan, right? Post-graduation, like now you could do it earlier and get started but again that's like a huge hub too Mm -hmm. of covid so just be careful but yeah like it's just like things that you didn't necessarily have to think about and i know we keep throwing the word adulting or being an adult around but essentially like actually working and making your own living and making your own decisions and not going to school is i think what we're meaning Mm -hmm. i mean being on the other end of it like i wasn't ready to be an adult and i just remember like in february of this year sonia would be like Kieran, what are oh, yes. you, what am i going to do without you next year?" and i was like "girl calm down there's like 4 <laughs> months left right? like let me live." and then literally like right right out of nowhere like they shut down school no. and everything and i had to become an adult way faster than i was thinking about it so I think there's like a perk to this of like you guys already thinking in advance like I don't know I think that's good that you're thinking about it like that because I was not prepared I was just like I'm gonna get boba when I come back from spring break with my friends <laughs> and then that never happened <laughs> so uh,
1: I know but- See, I think when we're all together, we're too powerful. Like, things happen. Like, see, I guess I knew beforehand, Kieran. Wait, what? Especially, like, that dream you told me. Like, when we're together, we're too powerful. Things happen. Oh things God. that we didn't even know will happen. Like, we're psychic. We're,
0: we're psychic? Or are we psycho? <laughs> okay. There's a difference. Um, but, yeah, okay, moving on. Um, So... Online classes, obviously, mm-hmm. that's what's happening. Zoom University, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are they cheaper now? Are they like, are they going to be longer? Are they shorter sessions? Did they change the days on you? Like, how's that happening? Like, are there any changes made to the classes, the price, time, etc.?
1: <laughs> you can take it away, Angelica. <laughs> uh,
2: no, things they have not reduced the price. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only thing that they took away. I guess the only things maybe that are staying would be easier to say. So it's just tuition and then plus the student activity fee, which I, the student activity fee to those who don't know, it's basically what every student has to pay to, so that way we can keep like on campus um, events and like organizations running. But the thing is, I from what I hear from most organizations is that there's nothing really happening. So it's kind of like they don't, really need the money and it's also like we they still have money from last year so i don't like i don't understand why they even though they they explained to us why they're keeping it i still don't like i understand the people who are like i still don't want to pay it like i 100 percent understand like why because they're not getting to use it um but as far as tuition people don't there's like there's a whole boycott about uh boycotting usf tuition and even though they've, like, kind of explained to us why they keep the tuition, but it's also, like, no one is in person. I I understand people who are, like, I don't want to pay for, because there's, like, an increase of, like, 4.4% increase of tuition when I'm not getting, like, the full experience. So
0: Wait, they're, they're increasing it. They're increasing the actual tuition
2: amount, too? They increase. Oh, what they do? I don't know what they're doing. No, no. Doesn't. Like, the cost per credit? Oh,
1: no, they're asking... No, are you talking about the boycott? Um, I'm Because they're asking to, like, l- like. minus that 4.4. 4. You remember yeah. how we had an increase of 4.4? Yeah, 4. And they're 4? not
2: increasing it now, but they're increasing... Yeah. The increase from that they announced last year is still in effect now, but it's not the same, like, it's not the same, you know? We're not getting the same stuff. So it's like, how about you not increase it like you said, you're going to do last mm-hmm. year. So basically, you kind of make it last year's price or at least like kind of cheaper. So, yeah. Okay, okay, I see.
0: Yeah, that the activity fee thing kind of irritates me because I know that because all three of us were involved in cap- campus activities throughout college and we understand the importance of it. But now that there's no campus, mm-hmm. why campus activities fee? <laughs> it makes no <laughs> sense.
1: But Exactly. Mm-hmm. Here's my understanding, yeah. though. Um, they're keeping it because the activity fee is actually also contributing to everyone's compensation. Everyone's, mm-hmm. like, in these CSOs. So mm, part of why they're not changing it is because this money's going to go into everyone's compensation. And I think more people are just gonna use their their hours and but there's like nothing planned so they're just like mm-hmm. using the hours getting more people in their group um, to use these hours and yeah there's like this debate on like no we shouldn't do it like the cso's don't want to decrease it because if they do it'll decrease their compensation
0: well if they're not but yeah it's like anything, a whole gray
1: then
0: yeah obviously don't Have it (laughs) you, um, and okay. I just want to let people know we all were CSO people, like meaning we were campus I don't know club leaders or whatever. So we were in that position of like we got paid to do the event planning and stuff. And I'm saying as someone who was in that position, if I if COVID was happening, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. necessarily want to keep the compensation if it meant having to pay extra for tuition just because like one like it depends right like if they're planning activities like we were in cab so if cab is still doing activities then yeah everyone Mm -hmm. on the eboard should still get paid for those activities Mm -hmm. but i like i i heard dno dawn's night out was gonna get canceled so it's like that money that was gonna go towards that event or that like I don't know like the people working yeah. behind it over the summer and mm-hmm. that day of like what's gonna happen to that money <laughs>
1: there's too much tea <laughs> my god honestly <laughs> but, so okay yeah. honestly I'm like I'm glad like the trans- transportation fee is gone because that was a little bit high and also we're not gonna be there but the activity fee I believe is like 100 Fifty-seven dollars. Like, or if something anything, like reduce that. the
0: activity fee, right? So yeah. that your, people are still paying, but like for online activities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the transportation fee is what we call, um, what USF students use for Muni passes, which is like the bus system in SF. Just to explain that a little bit. But I'm glad that they're at least. Are they taking that out, or are they just reducing it?
2: No, they took it out. Yay! We took it out completely. So the only thing you're paying for is tuition and and the activity fee. But besides that, you're not paying for anything else. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, here's something I'm confused about, too. Like, the things that they're changing. Like, you talked about, like, the schedule. So when we were hybrid, we were going to be in-person until Thanksgiving. And then everyone would go home Thanksgiving. And then we have a week left of finals. So we still have, like, online classes after Thanksgiving. And that's, like, finals week. But now everything is online. So, mm-hmm. we didn't, like, if you look at our calendar, it says that we don't have Thanksgiving recess. Like, we don't have a holiday for Thanksgiving. What? So, now that everything is online, like, are we having, are we going to have a break in Thanksgiving? Like, like they cut out all our breaks, like, fall break. We don't have a fall break. Whoa. Because we were going to be hybrid. But now that we're online, do we have a fall break back? Ah.
0: <laughs> good question. Since I don't have the schedule in front of me, I possibly would not know. But like going off of that too, my main concern, because this is what I saw a lot of international students have trouble with, was when they had to fly back home because the university closed <laughs> campus and told us all to leave, like literally within a week. Um, everyone that flew mm-hmm. back were in different time zones. So like if they signed up and we had an 8am class and it was like 2 a.m. there like they had to put up with it i mean i think the teachers made accommodations so that it was like they didn't Mm -hmm, have to go mm -hmm. to class but that's why i'm kind of wondering like did they adjust the class schedule so that like it's somewhat you know night evening time in on the west western part of the globe and then like some sort of morning time on the eastern part because I think it's something that's kind of out of everyone's control at this point. But, like, I just want to know what kind of adjustments might be made. And, like, if international students in particular, like, are they taking a break from taking classes? Because they have to deal with so much stuff, especially with our government. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, like, a, it's just really worrisome. You know.
1: Yeah, it's... I don't... Well... Well, I think, no, they opened registration. They opened registration after Father Fitz um, sent out that email that, like, everything was remote. And then you can, like, change your classes. So I guess it was, like, they made it up to us to, like, figure okay. out the times. Like, if we're willing to wake up early or if you want to just change your classes. But that's, like like, I picked my classes because I like these and they're all full now. So how can I change them? Wait, so... Yeah, like, now I have to wake up early. Wait, wait, so
0: did, did they, like, reset everyone's classes and you had to re-pick? Or they had the option of you can switch out of yours?
1: No, you can switch out. Like, there's the option Okay. to, like, register again. You have your same classes. I feel like,
0: yeah, no, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I feel like that sucks even more your senior year just because, like, you need your classes that you have already selected to graduate, right? Like, you're not, like, hopefully you're not just doing silly classes at this point, but, like... I remember mine was like a dead set schedule that could not change. So mm-hmm. if I was in another time zone, like that's hard for me mm-hmm. to readjust.
1: Exactly. Oh well, I'll be waking up early. Oh, you can even hear the roosters <laughs> waking me yeah. up.
0: Oh, if anyone anyone doesn't know, Sonia's from Hawaii, so she's tuning in from there. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, okay. I'm gonna move on to the next thing. Um, so now knowing semester classes are all online you guys had a little bit of a head start with the like two months that were online last semester what do you think you're gonna try to do to stay motivated this year because one senioritis is a real thing like that sucks right you lose motivation towards the end of your schooling but then also it's online and you're in bed sometimes taking these classes like how are you gonna stay motivated
1: you can answer it first angelica
2: (laughs) Um, I think I'm going to try my best to have like a more set and aggressive schedule um, because it was now with things being online and being like kind of weary, it's kind of like, or at least for last semester, it was kind of like you didn't, an air of you didn't have to just because, okay, it was recorded um nothing's open so like I'm not going anywhere so I technically have all the time in the world to kind of just like do my work but then that also maybe not do my work sometimes or like mm-hmm. put it off to the last minute um and so and I kind of got like tired of that easily and so I think I'm gonna I recently changed some of my classes uh or at least ones that I could to where like okay I have a 9:55 so that way I have to wake up um I'll wake up I'll do my workout in the morning I'll go to class and mm-hmm. then I'll do my work later. And then hopefully if I'm able to, um, mm-hmm. once I get my car, then maybe I'll like, I'll go somewhere. I don't know, even just to drive around so that way I can get out of the house. Um, so I'm going to try to have a more set schedule so that way I'm not like tired easily and make sh- and even just like scheduling in, okay, relaxation or like I'm going to do a craft at this time, just trying to keep things as a schedule as I would have done pre Uh, COVID so because I wasn't bored then but now Mm -hmm. I'm easily bored so Mm -hmm. trying to like minimize that boredness level yeah that's good
0: sounds productive and helpful (laughs) what about you Sonia
1: oh it's too late for me I think I've been diagnosed with senioritis (laughs) um yeah I have no motivation (laughs) no I have to I think what's motivating me is definitely my early class because now I have to wake up at 6 and it feels like high school again. Oh. No, I have to wake up at like 5.30 because my my class starts at <laughs> 6 a.m. But it's going to feel like high school again. But my sister is here because her school is also remote. So we mm-hmm. s- we're staying together um, and Zooming in our classes. But I think I'm keeping motivated because it is our last year and I just want to finish it strong um, so I can also like... like, talk to my friends after, you know, like, Zoom with you guys, Mm -hmm. Um, I need to have everything finished so I can Zoom, but, Mm -hmm. oh, the good part is, well, the reason why I got, like, accepted to the housing was because I didn't have, like, Wi-Fi or, like, internet back home, but Mm -hmm. now (laughs) i finally figured out how to set up a network, and now I have, like, Wi-Fi, so that's also keeping me motivated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well... I mean, those are really nice ways to stay motivated. And yeah, like, I mean, it's kind of like up to you to try your best and like just keep up with all the work. But I hope professors understand, too, that this is hard because I think it's not only hard to be a student and stay motivated, but it's probably hard for a teacher to keep you motivated. <laughs> so I hope there's like really good professor. You guys will have professors that are really good at motivating you because mm-hmm. I had a couple of. Mm -hmm. when we did go online and it made a difference like i would go to a class and just be bored out of my mind not paying attention and then when i would go to the other professor's class he would check in he would check in (laughs) so randomly too and be like so kieran how what are you doing this weekend and i was like nothing just staying locked down what about you <laughs> <laughs> so it was just stuff like that and it was like so- staying locked down yep in lockdown professor how about you and the thing is like we live in the same county so it was interesting because he would be like it's so sunny today and i was like oh. me i see it too it cracked a little sunlight so it was interesting <laughs> but yeah no, that's a really great professor but um yeah like i just think that it's gonna be very dependent on the professor too so i'm hoping if there's any professors listening, please motivate your kids. Like, even if they're adults, like, people still need that, like, push towards, like, hey, you're doing great, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. But,
2: I'm, yeah. I'm really hoping that, like, that um, I'm hoping before, for at least some of the international students and as well as just, like, for students just so that they can go back and reference. Um, I'm mm-hmm. hoping that a lot of the teachers record their Zooms. Because something that I really did like, even though it kind of helped me slack off of it, (laughs) I really liked being able to, like, I liked having the recording because there would be times, um, at least for, like, some classes where, okay, I really wish that I, you know, when you're writing notes and you miss one thing because you're finished writing another Mm -hmm. thing, and really but you're never really able to go back you have to like ask people in class and like you're not really able to like really get what he was just saying I like being able to re-record and like um get just be able to so I can get all the information as well as I always hated when like you know when like students and teachers would have like a conversation that's like not of interest to you you're like I don't care about this I need <laughs> can we get on with this lesson so I like being able to skip over those parts of it of people like talking about like their personal lives because um, I'm like I'm not interested in this. I want to know what this law what we're talking about is. So I really enjoyed being able to go back and like so I can get all the information as well as skipping over useless information. So that really would mm-hmm. help me motivate so I can be like okay I'm done because I was able to get mm-hmm. everything and skip over that conversation that I didn't need.
1: Exactly. Okay, I'm going to say something, but I'm waiting for my bird to stop talking. Okay, <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> but Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, when a professor really cares, that makes me motivated. Because I don't like how I had some professors who wouldn't record or, like, would say, if you miss the Zoom classes, then you get a zero for the day. But I'm like, that's not fair because people in different time zones, you know, Like, last semester, I had a professor, and she was, like, the greatest professor ever for my design class, and um, she was, like, really caring for the students. She put, like, the students first, (laughs) and we were all, like, telling her, no, professor, take care of yourself first, but that definitely motivated us to, like, finish our projects and everything.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely, because, like, if the professor's putting in that energy and everything, like, I would feel bad on my end not reciprocating and just not caring so I I do appreciate that because even when I was taking my like final design class it was Vizcom too and my professor was really trying but the lad was just very boring and it was an eight a.m. <laughs> so I would feel bad because like I had my I think like my screen off and I was just trying to like keep awake but not also fall asleep but like I think towards the end like I was always trying to like do my best yeah. work even if it wasn't that great exactly but, like I I feel you I think it's super important to make sure that the professors are also motivating so that you know you're on top of your stuff and then kind of going off of that I wanted to ask you guys like I know since I mentioned earlier Angelica's a hospitality major Sony's a design major like do you think your classes are gonna be a little awkward online because I've been on like I've I'm on I know both business and the design classes the design ones should be in person to be successful so what are they doing or like how are your classes gonna work Sonya now that they're like Not in person. Like, how do you cut paper and, like,
1: present it and stuff? Mm -hmm. I know. Like, I know some of the classes definitely, like, could be online because, like, digital media is definitely your Mm -hmm. coding um, and that can be online but most of the other classes are like hands-on where you buy the printer, where you have the lab that you can go and print, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, And now I have like a whole pack of printer paper that that I can't use anymore. (laughs) But um, it definitely is gonna be a struggle because we won't be able to actually like have other people see what our physical work looks like. It's gonna be all on the screen. And one of my professors would always tell us, like, oh, the screen lies. Like, the colors aren't true until you print it. <laughs> but now I'm like, uh, right. what are we going to do now? But, yeah. And without, like, so many people who don't even have printers, like, how are how we supposed to do that? And actually, as a senior design major, you have to do a senior thesis, mm-hmm. like a design project. And in the past, it's where you, like, create something, like an exhibition, and you go and put it at, like, the museum at, like, SFOMA, and then people can go around and see it. In the past, there have been so many cool things. Like, there was this room where you go in. Actually, this is pretty crazy because it's this room where you walk in, and then it's, like, the pandemic, actually. I feel like it, it, like, told the future because it had, like, pictures of what the future would be, like, like like this, actually. That was actually pretty scary. But, yeah, there were so many cool projects that I kind of wanted to do. Like, now I'm like, oh, what I can do. But now it has to be online. And... Yeah. I know, oh,
0: I know. I was so excited to see what you were gonna do because, like, I saw so many seniors in my classes are, were like doing such like amazing mm-hmm. stuff, and I was like, "Ooh, I can't wait to see Sonia's." I know. Damn.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I'll do like an escape room, like an online escape room. Yeah. Oh, whoa! Ooh, that would be cool. Can actually. we be your
0: test dummies?
1: Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Yay!
0: <laughs> okay, well, hey, that's great. Um. And then, Angelica, what about you? Um, how do your... Do you think your classes will be different now that they're online? Because I feel like also for hospitality, right? That's kind of like it would be best if it was in person Mm -hmm. too
2: it's it's crazy because at least so if for say a like a freshman and a sophomore hospitality major they could they'd be fine right now but some of the senior hospitality classes are very very in person because um hospitality is like an in-person thing so like one of the classes I have this semester it is a cooking class but I don't know what we're gonna do now it's like the it's the class is like we meet at least um if it was in person it would have been we meet one day like on tuesday in the classroom that's where we like learn things and then on thursdays is when we go into the actual kitchen and then we um we actually like work i guess um and then even for next semester two of my classes are and would have been so one of them is a catering and fine dining class so um from what i've heard from people who have the class and like this is the class is um you basically plan an event and you serve. So one of the events is like, I think it's like a Dean's um, it's like a Dean's luncheon or like a Dean's dinner. And basically, so you kind of like the, I guess, what is the words? Basically like what the grading is. So you basically make an event. So you choose like the place settings, like the color, the decor, you become a manager. And then the people in the cooking class, they basically are like serving the food. So you can either be a front end manager our back end manager, we're in charge of the food. So basically, you kind of learn that class is basically ha- learning how to run a restaurant. And so now, like, I don't know how that's going to work. And then um, who was one of the other classes? Um, I forget what that what the other one was. But yeah, so I don't know how they're going to do it. And I mean, I have a kitchen that I can cook in. But like, my kitchen's like kind of dirty. So I don't know if I want to, there's just a lot of stuff. And so I don't know, like, like, how are we going to do that? Do I have to like set up my camera to show that I'm actually cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know what we're going to be doing. And so, I mean, I, what if people like someone lives in an apartment or like, I don't know, if I don't, I don't think they wouldn't have a kitchen. I don't know where they would be living, but maybe someone doesn't have a kitchen. I don't know how that's gonna, how that's gonna play out. Like for our, for our catering class, like, what are we going to do for that one? So I don't I don't know what they're gonna do for for at least like the senior hospitality classes. Like we're really like missing out on a big portion.
1: I, I low key wanna join your kitchen, your cooking class, Angelica, to see what they're doing. <laughs> Ooh, that one sounds cool.
0: I wanted to take the I wanted to take the beverage management class, but they made it only for hospitality majors. It's the semester I wanted to take it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We
1: can do our own. We'll bad. do our own. We'll Zoom on the Sunday and just do our own drink management thing. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um,
0: And then kind of, like, going off of what you guys said, do you feel like when you graduate there's going to be jobs in your field available? Because on my end, being a marketing major – it's more of a creative thing. It's a luxury type Mm -hmm. of job. I wouldn't say luxury. I don't know how to explain it. But it's not a necessity. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel like if you're a business major, accounting, finance is doing really great, because you know, they need to hire in those fields all the time. But marketing is kind of like the extra thing where you Mm -hmm. don't necessarily need it right now. So I've been struggling in that way. But hospitality seems like something that needs to be in person, like we kind of talked about. So it's like, do you feel like, you're going to be good to go hopefully by the time the pandemic happens to like finding jobs do you feel like you're going to start earlier now Angelica like how do you think about this
2: I don't know because I know it's kind of like um even though like that's the pandemic made me realize kind of like the fragility of my career because Mm -hmm. even though it was like house hospitality was like one of the first ones to go because is the First thing was like no large crowds. So, like, which is majority hospitality things, whether it's like concerts, restaurants, uh, yeah, concerts, restaurants, like banquets, like things like that. So I realized it was the first ones to mm. go but I also mm. even though it sucks because people aren't like following the pandemic rules but as you can see right. like hospitality is like one of the first things to come back like people are eager to like gather in groups and like do things together so it's kind of like even though it's the first to go it'll be the first to come back but it's like do I want to be there and so this really has made me kind of like um I guess like rethink what I want to do kind of thing so I realized that I did have like skills such as HR I had to do that mm-hmm. for one summer I had like be in charge of HR and even though it was on a small scale it's still some HR experience I kind of try to do marketing but I realized how hard marketing is because it's just like a constant Mm -hmm. thing like with some jobs it's kind of like you know you do it and then you go home whereas like with marketing you kind of are like always thinking or always have to be putting out something and i'm like that's tiring i don't don't know if i want to do this so i didn't do that so now it's kind of like kind of figuring out where i want to go and like what i want to do um but i think that there will be just i know at least i saw today that amc is opening back up on the 20th and on their very first day they're gonna have 15 (laughs) cent uh movies what amc is opening back wait (laughs) that does not sound
0: safe (laughs)
2: I don't know, <laughs> but it's going to be fifteen cent movies. They're You know how many people are going to rush to exactly. go see a movie for it's fifteen gonna cents? It's probably going to. I think that's maybe why they did it. Is cause it's going to be like first come first serve kind of thing. Like, oh, it's, it's maybe going to um. be that. Um, but yeah, so it's like as you can see, like it's mm. it's still c- hospitality is coming back, but it's just coming back in a modified way. But I know right. one of the like from reading job descriptions and like hearing all the things that people have to do such as like gyms when it'll be like, okay, only 20 people can come in and then they for an hour and then they close for an hour because they have to wipe down and clean everything. So having to re- like, think of that stress of like, okay, mm-hmm. if I work somewhere, we have to maybe having to like really be focused on cleaning. It seems like a, such a big stressor where I'm like, I don't know. So it's kind of making me rethink places maybe that right. I want to work or like what I want to do. But I think my field in general will come back
0: I think yeah no that's a really interesting way of thinking about it too and I'm glad that you're thinking about it in advance because again when people in my year kind of were just thrown into this we didn't have a choice to kind of readjust I've been thinking a lot about it because I wanted to work in the entertainment industry and that's Mm kind of the main one that's shutting down as of right now similar to the reasons behind like the hospitality field Mm -hmm. too but Mm -hmm. it just kind of tells you like you should have a backup for your backup for your backup because it's weird. Like even when, you know, when um, you're deciding on your business major, like specifically talking about business majors, a lot of the professors will try to convince you to take this Mm -hmm. or do this major or that major. And the thing was like a lot of what I was hearing all the time about doing accounting or finance was that oh you'll always have a job like ready for you right and i mean i that wasn't that wasn't something that was appealing to me because i was like i don't mind if i had to struggle to get a job but i want to do something i enjoy which is marketing and it's creative but like another thing that they never really brought up was kind of like how important some of the jobs are. Exactly. Because a lot of, another thing they were saying was like, oh, you make more money as an accountant or a finance major. And it wasn't for, it wasn't about the money for me either. But this is something that I feel like they could have never predicted was like, you know, if a pandemic happened, marketing, hospitality, international business, I don't know, entrepreneurship, y'all are going to like fail and the only people who are going to thrive are accounting majors and finance majors. (laughs) So (laughs) I feel like, I mean, going into this, like, again, if a professor is listening, I feel like y'all should hone in on that and be like, a what-if scenario for the majors. Because, I mean, I still wouldn't have changed my major. I think I would have tried to add other things to it to make it more stable of a profession. Like, I think the design thing is really helpful, but I would have tried to do something else too to kind of, like, build up my, like, I don't know, base or whatever, just in case marketing fell through. But... Yeah, like, I I don't know, that's, I'm, I'm, it's good that you're thinking about this in advance, Angelica, like, looking Mm -hmm. at job descriptions, kind of seeing, like, what else you could possibly do if the hospitality thing is going to be on a hold, but Sonia, do you think you're going to be impacted by this a lot? Because I know a lot of design stuff is online, but, like, still, you know, you might want to do something in person, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely, like, I know I can use my, like, skill and and degree in creating graphic design for, like, companies and things like that, but... I kind of want to do more. I was thinking of going into like more apparel design. And it's kind of hard when you want to create something and Mm -hmm. then send it out to people because now it's hard because you need to like, you know, wash your hands. (laughs) You don't know what's on it and things like that. It'd be like very, very careful. But actually, was like I was talking to you earlier, actually, that I might even do a whole career (laughs) change and do like legal studies or something, get my master's and do legal studies. I could definitely tie in the design part you know like copywriting things like that are we the same person (laughs) i was thinking the same thing (laughs) (laughs) i just want to i just want to argue to people i don't know i was thinking of loki sneaking in that philosophy minor yeah yeah messing with people's minds do it we'll see
0: I I really support you 100%. I know when you did tell me that, I was, like, so thrown off by it because I was like, what? You want to go into law now? Why? But I think that, like, the way you've been doing and handling your design work, too, kind of shows your creative mindset and, like, strategic thinking and organization and everything. So I think that could be really helpful in law. And we need good lawyers, (laughs) so hopefully you'll be a good law person
2: (laughs) and not a bad law person. Is everyone's fallback law now? Because... Even like for some reason I'm just like attracted to law right now. Mm. I saw like a law. It was like a it was like a front desk person for law, and I was like I want to do that because it seemed fun. I get to be around (laughs) lawyers. Maybe like you you learn some (laughs) things about like I don't know how to like (laughs) I don't know protect yourself from like law. Yeah, even my dad was like I think I'm gonna go to school for law because he he's a teacher and he already has his master's in like math, but he's like who knows maybe I'll go back. For law and it's like oh, exactly. it, it, and then is everyone is everyone gonna be lawyers now is that the <laughs> new thing
0: i feel like it has to do a lot with the current like government and like the, <laughs> the way things are going mm-hmm. in the world and you people are feeling more motivated to do more law mm-hmm. or policy changes and stuff like that so i'm not saying it's a bad thing i think it's really cool and i think we need more good people doing stuff in law and politics and people who are actually qualified mm-hmm. but Again, do whatever you think is going to be helpful. I feel like try Mm -hmm. to stay productive as much as you can during this time. Because, like, even though I'm unemployed right now, I wanted to do something productive with my time. And so that's why I kind of started this podcast. Plus, it's fun to kind of just talk and reflect with people (laughs) like you guys. So, I mean, whatever you end up doing, I think... I feel like law is a pretty good choice too, and I don't know, Sonia, sneaking that freaking philosophy.
1: I'll be like Legally Blonde. Make our own law firm. <laughs> oh, that too.
2: We can be, we can make our own law firm. Kieran, how do you pronounce your last name? Huh? Me? How do you pronounce your last name? Car? Who are we talking about? Car. Sonia. I mean, not Sonia. Kieran. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's car.
0: K-A-U-R. Car. K a. It's like Car too like a vehicle <laughs> you could say how oh, on want.
2: instagram on instagram it says Sor- soroya oh yeah yeah yeah
0: so um soroya is my actual last name it's my dad's last name but on documents and stuff it says car just because my 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 dad never added his last name to my documents but i want to legally get it changed so once you guys become lawyers help me okay
2: okay we can be Soria Angst Mohammed. Yeah. The
0: there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. But <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna move on just because <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Um, so okay. What do you guys think that universities across the country could be doing to make sure that this is a successful year for all students? Like, what advice would you offer to universities?
1: Um, listen to your students. Yes, that's my advice. To listen to your students, feel the room, feel what they need, give them what they need. Yeah, that's basically it, I guess. From uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> I'd say the same thing. I mean, like, if almost like majority of your student body is really not happy with the decision you're making, like you're kind of there supposed to be there for the student body, and if they're if you like, you're not listening to them, then it's like, you're not really doing your job, because no one is happy with what you're doing right now. So I'd say, definitely, like, listen to your students. um, And yeah, just listen to your students, because, you know, they have to go, they, right. they have to go to school. Totally.
0: And kind of going off of that, too, I, as a recent graduate, can 100% agree with that and say, I think universities, not just USF, but all universities should spend more time valuing the current students that are there because they are the future of your university. You're going to beg them for Mm -hmm. money the minute they graduate till like however long. So if you want us to Mm -hmm. give back, you need to show us why we should give back while we're there. I like, I'm not even kidding when I say like, I graduated, and, like, an hour later, I got an email about, hey, you want to donate to the school? (laughs) And I was like, you just took all my money. (laughs) I have nothing. Um, But, like, I don't think... I think instead of, like, tracking alumni down 30 years down the line is a good idea, but I think treating all the current students with respect and understanding what their needs are is the best way to go about them donating as soon as they can. When Mm -hmm. they do graduate, it's just weird because... I don't know. A lot of the problems that I always hear students bring up have been problems that have been happening for a few years now. So it's like, it's not anything new. And I'm sure that administration, board of trustees, etc., all know what's going on. So, and I know that some universities, they care more about everyone perceives on the outside versus what's actually going on on the inside. But the people on the inside are eventually going to be the people on the outside. So... I don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, you know? So, again, if you want to save your reputation and, like, actually be the university that you're pitching to everyone on the outside, you got to do some internal changes and actually understand the students' needs because you listening and saying, oh, yes, we hear you and doing Instagram posts or, like, Emailed blasts saying, "Hey, yeah, we totally are gonna do this change," but then not having it happen is the most irritating thing. And I think people, students, are gonna be smarter now, especially because everything's online. It's so easy to send information that they're gonna start calling a lot of these universities out on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that's what I had to say.
1: Yeah, exactly. Especially like USF being almost a, like almost ninety percent to Oh, actually, almost ninety eight percent tuition driven. They rely on like our money and so if they're treating us badly a lot of students are gonna might want to drop out and that like risks them lowering their amount of money they get and they even rely on like a lot of international students you know like from getting all the tuition and if they don't provide for them it's it doesn't feel right i'd also like to say like
2: treat treat your students equally like i know they're like um the the sports students got housing before any of the, like, international students for, like, essential housing. And it's, like...
0: Interesting. Yeah,
2: and it's, like, these people... People from different time zones, like, they need essential housing more than this sports student who's from Santa Barbara. Like, like, there's no sports happening. Mm -hmm. Why are they here like and so they got housing and even like um I've told you guys this before like they get like special food and special treatment and like special access to things oh yeah you know (laughs) treat like I don't even like I wonder if the boosters know like everything like I just treat your students equally these people are jerks like most of them are even though it's like is that a generalization no I've met most of them they all suck like
1: (laughs) oh my god like
2: (laughs) So, like, yeah, treat your students equally Mm -hmm. and maybe people will like you guys more. Mm -hmm. And so that's (laughs) – there you go.
0: I think it's important to also, like, treat the departments equally too Mm -hmm. because – being in the business school like I know it the funding goes differently depending on alumni donating and to specific departments but being in a business classroom versus a design classroom is so different I just want to put this out there design students are so much nicer mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> but like they're like they're it's such a friendly community because there's like 15 students in each class right exactly versus like a business class is like 30 to 40 but not only that but like weird thing to me was like the design school is kind of in this like weird little basement creepy area like they they make it look nice because of course they're designers but like there's no sort of it seems like there's no sort of funding going towards supporting their department and like making it look the best that it can they're literally next to a trash can okay like and then versus going to the business school right there's like all these grasses and like trees and like nature looking all pretty like and like they have like an <laughs> archway and mm-hmm. they off look the like city skyline in the background right so it's just stuff like that where it's like obviously yeah there's not equal treatment across departments and i know that our arts departments at usf like suffer the most especially yeah. like kind of hearing from um friends i have in past j which is performing arts and social justice majors um which we'll, we'll just have to talk about that another mm-hmm. day <laughs> but i just think it's important yes treat your students equally and treat your departments equally as much as you can because again it shows your Mm -hmm. bias shows when you're not doing that and it's just kind of like not a very community space then but yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. Um,
0: and then I want to kind of like wrap up everything by asking you guys if you have any advice for new students that are beginning their Zoom university adventure. So this could be freshmen coming in. I don't know, like transfer <laughs> students, yes. others. What advice do you have for them?
2: I will say you should take yeah. like the classes, the classes that require like the most outside work you should take those now. Like, I wish, even though I hate that this pandemic is happening, I wish that Um, if I, like, if I wish I had waited for, like, my science class, um, uh, I know, like, a lot of service learning classes require you to, like, go be active in the community. And I'm not saying don't be active in the community. But for me, I'm kind of stubborn. We're like <laughs> if you tell me to go do something, I don't want to do it. So that's why I hated like I'm like, I don't want to do service learning because I'd rather I don't want to like be told to go do something. Mm-hmm. So I'd say like take that, take service learning now, take your science class now, because a lot of the science classes require you to have a lab, which is like another class. So take that now. Um, I had one class where I had to like go on a hike for it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So <laughs> take like, and like your least favorite classes. So I wish I would have taken like my theology class and my philosophy class mm-hmm. just because I hate reading so much. Take the classes, mm-hmm. your like least favorite <laughs> classes, take them now where they're kind of like the easiest point. Take those now exactly. because, you know, before mm-hmm. it's like, why would I read when I can go hang out with my friends? You can't really do that right now. So, take those classes right now. That's my advice. Nice. That's good. Sodia?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with Angelica. I think um another advice would be to like don't be afraid to go and reach out if you're like unable to do something um or like if you don't have like the resources, like say you don't have a laptop, like don't just reach out to like your professor saying how how can I like do Zoom if I don't have a laptop? What are some resources? Cause there are a lot of resources that you can get like a laptop loan or, or if you are in like a different time zone, I know I've reached out a few of my professors, like asking alternatives to like, instead of waking up early, what else could I do? You know, because if you don't ask, it's always going to be a no. And don't be afraid to like, just keep asking. Like, even if your professor says no, like go mm-hmm. beyond them, like go to like their, their department yeah. head or something. Um, Keep asking until you get what mm-hmm. you need. Yeah. Nice
0: and I would say even though I'm not going into my year but you know because I wrapped it up I just want to say like always ask your professors for the recording sessions like I think Angelica mentioned because maybe they don't even know that that exists but I know Mm -hmm. that that could be very helpful and like useful also anytime that you're kind of confused about certain things like when it goes to you know why is the university spending money on this or why is someone doing this or that like question it right like there's more students than there are staff so like you should always like team up and kind of like like peacefully protest in a way like what's been happening recently um because they should know that we're not just gonna sit by and take whatever they're Mm -hmm. giving us and then also since the student activity fee specifically talking about usf since that fee still exists join as many clubs and stuff as you can because you are going to be kind of like at home now anyways so join all of those activities make sure that They're communicating with you like weekly monthly whatever but make sure that they're giving you everything mm-hmm. on their end if you are paying for it you know so do that and then also just remember everyone's in this together like you know your struggles mm-hmm. may not be similar to the other people's but like again just know that the people on the other end on your zoom calls in your classrooms are gonna be like also feeling the same thing so connect with them and just kind of <laughs> like share your pain um and just like get to know people in that way because i know it's gonna be hard to make friends now that like a lot of freshmen or transfer students are coming in and they're just like you know like how are you gonna meet people when they're online but like it's the 21st century you figure it out so yeah that's kind of my
1: (laughs) advice um but yeah one more advice Mm -hmm. your professors can read your private chats on zoom so be careful (laughs) (laughs) very true
0: yeah um okay well that's all we have for today. I want to thank Angelica and Sonia again for being on. Thank you, ladies, for sharing your thoughts, your advice, your struggles. Um, And I want to like... Re- thank you
2: for
1: having <laughs> us. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks,
0: guys. And I want to reconnect with them later in the semester, probably like the end of the semester, and get your thoughts again, see if it was worse than you thought it was going to be or better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that it's going to be better, but we can only... You know, so thanks again for being on the show. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye bye.